Welcome to Older Wiser Together. This is your go-to podcast for answers about how home care works, whether you are looking for care or interested in caregiving. If you like what we do, please support this podcast by sharing and liking our episodes and buying our awesome merch. All the proceeds go towards supporting the Care Workers Charity, which supports current and former care workers with one-off crisis grants. Welcome everybody, welcome to this episode of Older Wiser Together. Today I am delighted to have one of our care professionals, Melanie, here with me in the room and she's going to tell us about her experience of coming to the UK as a care professional to settle here from South Africa. As some of you will know, we do sponsor a limited number of care professionals to come and join us in our caregiving in the UK, here in Farnborough, Fleet, Farnham area, or in Ascot, Camberley and Wokingham. And Melanie has just joined us. Very welcome. Thank you, Mardi. Lovely to be here. So today, I think I want to record this specifically for people who are out there um, and interested in coming to work in the UK as a care professional particularly from South Africa. So it'd be great to get a little bit of feedback from you as to when you first started looking for a, for care roles in the UK. Maybe we start there. And then we want to dive into some of the practical things, hopefully, that you think people will be, will be finding helpful. Um, so let's just start with your uh, journey into care. Okay, so I all have always wanted to come and live in the UK. I've been here for a short holiday and I loved it. And care has always been in, in my genes, I think. I've cared for my mum, my dad, and also my brothers. I just naturally care for, for people. Um, so when I when I saw that um, the care caring roles were put on the short list or the, the special skills list, I immediately decided to take it forward. Amazing. So I did a lot of of um, time on the internet looking for for possibilities for myself Um, and I spoke to a lot of people getting a sponsorship from South Africa has not been easy it took took a long time Mm. and many hours um, going through Facebook posts and and just uh, sending lots and lots of emails Um, I did find out that also my CV that I was sending was not the correct formats, as well as it being not, some of the companies don't visually see it. It goes through an AI, I believe. Yeah. And um, so I made a few changes for that. To to help you find a position. Yes. We're going to talk about that because I think it would be really important for people to hear about some of those tips, like things they need to be aware of. But so you, you saw that this opportunity was open in the UK, you were already, um, thinking about coming to the UK, this opportunity is open, that being a caring person, you apply. And I think that's really important for a lot of the listeners because sometimes people think they need to have a lot of care experience to be able to do this, come to the UK and work here as a carer. And as a matter of fact, you don't. It's good to be exposed to care and get the qualifications and you know that you've done your own studying on this. It's very important to do that because you want to know what it's like but um, you don't have to have a lot of care experience. We're looking for people with compassion, empathy, yes. professionalism to be able to do the job. 
So you then started looking and what was your experience of going through these Facebook jobs and all these roles available? It was really tough. Um, Lots of rejections, Mm. lots of, you send so many emails and and, um, to the various care homes, um, care, care companies, and you either don't get a response or it's sorry, but we're not doing sponsorship because not many companies, companies do. are doing it. Mm. So it was tough, but I went and I did a training course with St. John's. Um, I did a basic and an advanced one. And then after that, we had to do um, three days in a care home and um, practicals. And then I actually went and volunteered in a care home in Fishhook in Cape Town, South Africa. Amazing. Um, and that was a wonderful experience, um, eye-opening, um, to see how things work. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the people um, and I enjoyed the the um, patients that were in, in the home amazing. as well. They were amazing. That is so important because sometimes people think, you know, as an employer, we are looking for that in the person. We're looking that the person has gone above and beyond. They've done their fair share of learning and volunteering and shown that they can actually do the care and they have the interest. Others studied it or just practical, more importantly, practically done something practical. So I think that stood out in your CV for us, that's for sure, because you get a lot of interest from people. And sometimes people don't appreciate when we're getting a CV with no care experience and somebody who's shown no desire in learning about care or doing anything practical in care, but they still want a sponsorship to come over. They're not going to be on top of our list for sure. So how was your experience with Home Instead? What happened with the, what was your Home Instead application journey like? So I, I saw a lot on Facebook about Home Instead. And also I've been chatting to um, a South African lady, Sareko, who's in a, in a, in I think she might be in Manchester. I'm not quite sure. Okay. So we've chatted and um, she has told me she's had good experience. And, and then I saw Susie's little thing on Facebook and I jumped at it. <laughs> I think I, I must have really bothered her. I sent a few emails. I even made a call on the Monday morning. First thing, hello, may I please speak to Susie? So, um, and then it was quick. And luckily she, she, she arranged an interview for me and then an interview with you and herself. Right. And um, so then it was really quick. And luckily for me, I had decided that I wanted to have all my documents in order before applying. So I went and I did my IELTS and that's that's valid for two years. So that was great. And then I did the South African police clearance, which is only valid for six months. So by the time I applied here, it had expired. So I had to get a new one. No, no, I I applied for it before. I just kept making sure it was still in date. Up to date, yeah. And also um, the TV test that we have to do. Amazing. And um, so I did two of those, keeping it in date. And and after the interview with you, and then and then um, Susie said, "Okay, we'd like yeah. to off- we'd like to go forward." Yeah, it was pretty and quick there. It on. was very quick. <laughs> and although I'd been waiting for such a long time, uh, and then it was, "Oh my word, I'm really going!" And it was, yeah. it didn't feel real. Yeah, you know. Um, and a couple I was of so weeks exci- you were here. Yes, uh-huh. and I was so excited. Because I realize, um, you know, that there aren't many sponsorships mm. available. So I've, I'm very blessed 
that I was given the opportunity. Mm. But it's also about you have really worked for it. You know, you really wanted this. Yes. And I think this is for the people out there who are interested. All your documentation was in order. Yes. And with this podcast, we will include a link to the documentation that we want to see when people apply. So you had um, saved money for this. Yes. You had done your courses. You had your paperwork was in date and ready. So when we are sending, when you're sending information to us, we don't have to wait for four weeks for something to come around or IELTS, you know, IELTS is important. This documentation is very much important. Yes. And then, of course, we have our own uh, agent in South Africa that we work with. And you were very good at engaging with that agent, providing the documentation that she needed so she could verify you, your, your documentation very quickly. And then we could process everything and so I think that's very important as well sometimes people need to realize that you know there's a lot to process and you have to do your bit of the work yes you can't expect the sponsor to do the work for you exactly that because they're getting so many CVs and it's yes. just so hard to decide you got to make yourself stand out so have you got any tips for people on what they can do in addition to the documentation to kind of stand out for a company like home instead I think for me also, when I was sending out um, my CV, I was following up. So mm. I had reached out to Susie before when you were not, you, you had taken in some South Africans, but you took a break for a while. Mm. And so I didn't just leave it and hopefully Susie would come back to me. I followed up sure. and I followed up. Um, so I think people need to follow up and not expect that a job offer is just going to land in their laps. Absolutely. They need to be on it. They need to, to, to work hard to get it, make sure yeah. that everything's in place and make sure you've got enough money to, yeah. to um, get yourself over here and, um, and live for a while. So um, there's, there's so much, and, it, and it's such an emotional journey. Mm. It really has been an emotional journey for me yeah. um, because it's such a big change of course. and um, things are, are massively different here. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I think people just need to be on it. They need to make sure that the documents are in place and in date mm -hmm. and, and also um, continue following up when they've applied mm -hmm. because the care home or the care company might just be having a pause with mm -hmm. recruitment. Yeah, of course. So, and it's up to the individual, I feel, to do their own to work. Do the own work. Mm. So that's a really good point you're making there. It's like follow up, show interest. Yes. And of course, be ready because it is a journey. Yes. And I talk quite a lot about this because I think we've built a, a great community of South Africans here. And I think it makes a huge difference when you come into a new country and you have people, similar background and culture, as well, that there's a bit of a community to join. And our community as South Africans have expanded over the years and have all kind of helped each other out. So when you land here for the first time, there is that social support. Yes. How helpful has that been to you? Massively <laughs> helpful. When I was fetched at the airport by Inga, yeah. a, a fellow South African, and we hug. Oh, lovely. So yeah. we hugged each other and it was so nice and yeah. chatting in the car and she took me to to my accommodations and also she's just been so helpful to me yeah. um, and introduced me to other South Africans as well, which is, uh, you know, a connection makes for a huge any difference. person is huge. Absolutely. And so when you sort of find yourself 
in a new country and new this different culture and everything. Um, it's been massively helpful. Amazing yeah. to hear. Amazing to hear. So I encourage everybody who's interested uh, in coming to South Africa to read a bit more about the documentation, the process that's involved. And also to welcome them, contact us because we can put them in touch with you. Melanie, you could tell them a little bit about Absolutely. how it's like and um, give them guidance yes. and uh, from, the, from, from your perspective yeah. now that you've started with us and uh, trying to help as many people, qualified people yes. as we possibly can. No, that's brilliant to hear. I thank you for your time. So we're going to conclude there. But as I say, uh, it's we're always ready and happy to receive CVs and interest and tell you a bit more about the process. So check out our Facebook page. And um, I will announce right now, and this is a very exciting piece of news we're still working on, we will be doing a roadshow in Cape Town this autumn. So potentially, if you are interested, we might be coming your way. So... Wow, that's awesome. I know, that's all exciting. All right, guys, uh, have a good time and uh, take it easy and we'll see you all again soon.